0: In today's show, we've got news about virtual fireworks, new cast member masks, AMC Theaters at Disney Springs to reopen, trivia, headline news, and oh so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castelnova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com keep your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks podcast All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. So glad that you were here. Uh, Before we get too far into it, we want to make sure that we give a shout out to our good friends and travel partners, Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what type of travel you're looking to plan. It doesn't matter when you're planning on travel. The best thing to do right now is to contact our friends over Destinations to Travel. Uh, The easiest way you can do that is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter d the number two travel and there's a quick little questionnaire you fill that out and someone from the team will get back to you as soon as possible it doesn't matter if you want to take a cruise or a a big vacation around the world or maybe you just want to go cross country and go check out the holy land yes i mean disneyland you can go check that out uh but make sure you get in touch with our friends over destinations of travel again it doesn't cost you a dime and it's better to have them and not need them than the converse. So uh, go to Disney Parks Podcast.com forward slash the letter D, the num- uh, number two, travel for destinations to travel. How you doing tonight? Excellent day. Excellent day. So uh, how was your weekend? I think you know how my weekend was. <laughs> Busy. <laughs> That's yes. how mine was. Yeah. Uh, so let's. I uh, not you tell everybody what we did this weekend uh,
1: Saturday morning, bright and early We were at Topolino's for a character breakfast
0: Topolino
1: uh, And that was everybody's first time there Which was uh, interesting Because that Great. usually does not happen Right, yeah <laughs> Without was a group cool. of traveling misfits um, So yeah, it's a uh, price-fixed uh, uh, breakfast uh, with characters uh, It is a reduced menu Due to, due to the COVID. Uh, it's a big place. Uh, I expected the outdoor area to be bigger. But uh, I guess it is bigger enough for its purpose. Um, and there is a bar outside. Uh, the inside is very nice. It's a, it's a, it's a very um, Riviera type uh, atmosphere up there. And it's a big restaurant. Uh typically you could see 362 people which is big yeah uh, sp- but it's you know only at 50% capacity right now due to the covid uh i had the uh quiche i think a lot of people had the quiche uh now that i think about it uh which was quiche potatoes and a salad i i don't understand salad at breakfast but that's okay mine just sat on the plate yeah. Like I think it. most people did <laughs> Yeah, because it's not really a breakfast food salad. Um, Some
0: Something weird about lettuce for breakfast is yeah, a little yeah. – to
1: me. None of us ordered a second and I should have because I would have liked to have tried something else. And the one item I heard was delicious and the reason to go there was not on the menu and that was the hash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that was the one disappointment. Uh, right. But now we have to go back for dinner and uh, try dinner. Um, we do yeah and uh, it's a no touch uh, character experience like uh, all the character experiences are now they kind of parade through the dining room they have their four points that they stop at yep. uh, Mickey is the painter uh, Donald is the sculptor uh, Daisy is a dancer and Minnie is a poet so that is uh, the four characters they all have their own little costume representing those uh, arts. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the I guess my own... It's not really a complaint. its It was just that the music was maybe a little bit too loud for breakfast at 8.30 in the morning.
0: Well, Mike, my, my, uh, the only real pushback was they were rotating the characters so often yeah. that it was just... That the music all, never stops. All day. Yeah. And like there were the breaks where it went back to kind of like the normal... You you know, Italian, Colosso-style music, which Mm. was great. But then, like, every 15 minutes, it was like, hey, let's trounce the characters back out because it's a breakfast. I'm like, ugh. I think they did arrest that one
1: young girl uh, for getting too close to the character. (laughs) Yeah, she got put
0: in Disney time. (laughs) Yeah. They had a – so what happened was is they had this uh, young family Mm -hmm. and uh, two little girls. and. The minute that Mickey came out, they were like in the aisle wanting to get, you know, and they, the mom was like, don't touch them. You can't touch them. Mm. But the problem was, is they were in the, in the walkway yeah. and they weren't supposed to be in the walkway. So, uh, the, a cast member who you normally is a, a handler type cast member, mm. uh, w- which we hadn't seen, right. was all of a sudden stationed next to that family. Right. Not super close, mm. not necessarily within eye shot, but right. where we were sitting, we could see her. And uh yeah, you know, I guess she got put in timeout a little bit. But um my if you did not go back to the Facebook page at uh, Disney Parks Podcast and watch the uh the little quick two or three minute live video that Tony yeah, and I shot sure. from from the tenth floor. And you can get a lot of our like fresh, raw thoughts on that location. But I, you know. and you can see the beautiful view oh God! yeah well that's what i was gonna say it's on the 10th floor while the dahlia lounge is on the 16th floor but i think the view from the riviera is so much better yeah i don't know why exactly maybe Mm -hmm. there's just more really cool stuff it's got the you know the the skyliner going by and you've got all the resorts right there and you're surrounded by water you know
1: what that uh you know what it needs is a wraparound deck so that you can yes. get a 360 view of everything that's up there i yeah. mean it's only on one side of the resort which i think is a waste and a shame it should have think at every, least wrapped around the other
0: side i think every hotel that's above 10 floors should have a wraparound observation deck yeah just for the sheer sake of it yeah you know you're building a building why not because like when you go to the top of the World Club, mm. you know, everybody wants to go out to the observation deck during the fireworks. You look at the Magic Kingdom and mm. all that good stuff. But I like to go out the back and just look at Bay Lake. And, yep. you know, you can see the the Orlando eye. But just to see just like wilderness and see some hotels in the distance. And, mm. you know, and the same thing with uh, with the floor. You Ford. know who did it right was that other place down the street
1: with the Adventura Hotel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Universal. That was a a done right lounge. Yeah, that's brilliant. It was uh, 360 views. It was was beautiful. So, all that being said, the food was great. The service was, I thought, excellent. Because we had a group of six, we kind of got our own little private room, which is even better. Right. Uh, So, it it was a great experience. It was a lovely resort. The artwork inside the resort, of course, because it's Riviera themed with, was gorgeous There's mm-hmm. so many great little nods to Walt and Lillian mm-hmm. and the history that they have with, with, uh, you know, the Riviera, uh, the pools were amazing. And you, I don't know if you saw this, but, um, Sid and I stepped out and did a quick little video for ourselves and right out the back door was like the patio it looked very familiar if you've ever been to the to the uh yacht uh, the beach club mm. where you walk out that door and you're like going to Epcot and you yeah. kinda walk down. there so there's that green space. They had the same kind of thing, but what they did differently was is they had a lot of different sections cordoned off and they had a lot of seating options. I mean a ton of seating options. Mm. You have like some ha- not hammock but the swings, some like hard seating, uh some benches They had some of the rooms, had some, you know, porches that you could sit on. So I was like, that's awesome. Right. It just was – it really gave me that this is where I want to stay. In fact, Sid was like, we we need to stay there. That would be a great place to go stay. I'm like, yeah, as long as you don't get that room. that's the size of our walk-in closet. (laughs) Um, But overall, I mean, kudos to the Riviera, man. I'll be honest. When we were reading those news stories back in the day and Disney, if you're watching – we were we were honest with with our thoughts, but Matt, they've changed my mind. I love yeah. that resort. Yeah, you know, yeah. I still think the the Barcelona Lounge is my favorite lounge in yeah. the Destino Tower. But yeah. and everybody says the um,
1: <clears throat> the Destino concierge level is uh, the best.
0: I would I would have to uh, I've not seen the Riviera, mm. but I would have to say that concierge level. Right. <clears throat> my- Pretty dang smoking <laughs> Right You know The meatless meatballs Were a little weird But yeah For the most part That was great Right, right. Yeah um, And then we did We did something I'll I'll say a little bit About this If you've ever been on The Park Hoppers WDW Park Oppers Or Disney by the numbers Or even here One of our One of our Contributors Is a guy named Bill And he's an amazing Treasure trove Of Disney history We got to go over To his house To spend a few hours With him and his Lovely wife and uh, that was fun. We got to go yep. spend time with him and see his Mickey Mickey cave of manliness. And that was kind of neat. Uh, so that was kind of a fun day. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And good God. I mean, I just had the meat sweats the whole time. Right, right. He probably cooked. 10, five, 6, 10, 20, 30. Skins, 30, 40, 50 ribs. It was in the smoker. It was amazing. Yeah so uh so that was a great time so thanks bill for that if you're listening which i'm sure he's probably not but you know he's busy hacking away right. and to say that he's got an article coming out on all of our platforms that you're going to want to read yep. about the history of splash mountain and uh it's going to be good uh we got it we got a little sneaky peeky so yeah. it was really- yeah anything else what yeah else the
1: only uh you- thing i'll say is sunday i went to plancha for brunch shocking <laughs>
0: But and I, I, a shark face.
1: I will say, uh, they didn't trim down that menu. So it still has the sweet, the savory, the whole uh thing on there. And uh I don't know what they do to their pancakes, but their pancakes, uh I had the pancakes at Ravella, and then I had the pan- and the pancakes are delicious. They have like this hard crisp edge to them. I don't know. I gotta get a recipe from somebody. Um but anyway, uh, I'd recommend that too. Uh, that is uh, really good. They open at 11 for brunch on Sundays. And you can get uh, a, bot- a bottomless mimosa added for an extra charge. And everybody yeah. loves that. Oh, Who doesn't love a bottomless mimosa? Yeah, yeah, And I will say they were a little busy. They had a table of 18. Now, what? they couldn't all sit at one table because of COVID, COVID. but they're
0: they were a group of 18.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, That's great. All right, kids. Keep it down. <laughs> Dad's working in here. Lousy dogs. Uh, all right, guys. So uh, anything else you want to add? No. Well, there's nothing else we can do but get into the, the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. This is CNN. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> I always hear that And I always think it's you CNN. Know, uh, so if you're going to Disney uh, You now have virtual fireworks on demand Keyless room entry And other cool tech Creates magical experiences At Walt Disney World My dogs are losing their brains In the background Please forgive me We're all working from home now As, uh, as Disney starts welcoming guests Back to Walt Disney World hotels There's many convenient technologies Helping them deliver magical experiences Whether it's the limited contact check-in The virtual chat Keyless room entry Or even virtual fireworks on demand. Is it virtual and just TV recordings? I don't know. Uh, Disney offers features that you may not know about. So, guests staying at Walt Disney World Resort hotels now have virtual fireworks at their fingertips. Uh, Disney's popular pre recorded Disney Magic Moments viewing of one of the most spectacular nighttime shows ever created for Disney parks, Happily Ever After, is currently streaming on demand. In resort rooms. Uh, so does this mean that you can watch them like in the middle of the day? Yeah. You can watch them That's all day long. My, put it on loop. Yeah. I would just be like, "Fire, happy ever after, Stacey and the Mustoos. Happily ever after, See, now, seen. the thing see. would be
1: fun if you could choose what fireworks show you wanted to see. Like, do I want to see Wishes? Or do I want to see Happily Ever After? Do I want to see... Hollow uh, uh, Wishes. Hollow Wishes. Or what was it? thing in the epcot or whatever you know or the christmas ones or the fourth of july ones or you know sorcery in the sky from the 80s
0: reflections
1: illuminations have a catalog yeah
0: right have a catalog of fireworks yeah no kidding yeah the benefits of using disney technology at their resort hotels really begins before check-in with the my disney experience app when you arrive the app feature allows you to skip the front desk After checking in online, you'll receive a notification, and you can use a magic band if you can find one, or the My Disney Experience digital key for a limited contact entry. Uh, If you haven't used it yet, the digital key is the latest in technology of the keyless room entry. The service turns a Bluetooth enabled phone into a digital key that unlocks a room. Maybe not yours, but a room, hotel entrance gate, and other common area doors requiring a key, like the gym, the pool, mm-hmm. some dude's door, five doors down. Check uh, check out Disney's blah 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 blah. During your stay, Disney technology also allows you to virtual chat with a resort cast member at your convenience. The feature which is also found in the My Disney Experience app offers support nearly any time. So there's no need to visit the lobby or stand in line. So please keep your COVID in your room. I like the nearly all the time. Nearly all the time. Does anybody in the chat room have any idea what the nearly hours are for the <laughs> put it in the chat. That'd yeah, be great. I'm probably 5
1: p.m. after that Jerome Room. Good luck.
0: <laughs> We've gone home. Are the, are the parks open? No. No I'm And we then are neither here. are we. That's right. Have a nice day. Have a magical day. <laughs> oh gosh! Hey, you know what I'm surprised by mm. that you have the story of the Disney World in Florida shutting the Star Trek theme ride down after a lightning strike. Did uh, you see? Yeah, I did. I it did. just popped up in my timeline again. I'm like, man, yeah. why are we not talking about Star Trek? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I didn't realize we were switching over to Star Trek. I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: All right, uh forecast by cast to the cast. Uh, New face coverings are rolling out uh, in domestic uh, parks, Uh, so wearing a face covering has become a thing, and it's part of Uh the normal life, as we're calling it. Yeah, uh, for now, it's also an important piece of Disney's multi-layered approach to health and safety and one of the ways to reduce the risk of spreading the COVID-19. Designed in partnership across the Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World costuming teams, Disney parks, live entertainment, worldwide safety services, and global applied technologies, these face masks were developed remotely through a bi-coastal effort between cast members at both resorts. Drawing from their own experience, the project steamed, steamed, stemmed, if I could talk tonight, Uh, stemmed from a need for a more unified and breathable face covering. And every hotel I've been at or restaurant, they've all had the same covering. Yeah. This was the only place, The biggest, largest, self-one-site employer in the country. And they couldn't get everybody to wear the same thing. I know, it's crazy. Bing! So with the full support of their leaders at Disney, this group seized the opportunity to create this unique, reusable face covering, specially made for cast, by cast, to the cast at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Quote unquote, the unified design speaks to the fact that we are all one unified cast. One Disney World shared Yomite know, Ashland, Hoshin costume designer mm-hmm. at Disneyland Resort mm-hmm. costuming. As a creative team, we gained so much from each other's experience and exposure to different types of problems and project I exposures, I was gonna say, when he passing the COVID around. Wow. Offered exclusively for cast members in two styles, pleated and contoured, and in multiple sizes, the design team sourced and tested a wide range of fabrics, styles, and features with focus on comfort and function. After all, these crazy people are in the sun for eight hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both styles feature adjustable spandex over the years, extended nose pinched to the face, contoured shape under eyes, and lightweight, quick-drying material. After all, they're outside sweating in the rain. In the rain. Uh, drawing inspiration from classic Disney characters, films, television shows, the pattern unifies that every dreamer and cast member have in common. Joy, magic, and a little pixie dust. They sparkle with the pixie dust with Mickey constellations, recalling the second star to the right shines in the dreamy night and reminds us to keep wishing upon the evening star. So together as a Disney family, there are many important ways that we can all help promote each other's safety. And we want to thank our guests and our cast members for all that they do and care for one another to do their part. Oh man,
0: that's great. You know the they're kind of kid looking, they and, are, and they'll be for sale soon, I would say if all that works going into them, yeah, and seeing the way they're cut i I wouldn't mind wearing a couple of those because yeah. that I, I i wear a lot of the uh the disposable ones they just they just keep I'll look down and they keep pushing it in my eyes. Mm. So, I'm going to cut out. I think what they should do is spend a little bit of money. I understand that it's a Warner property, but Mm. they should create the masks and have all the cast members be able to speak like Bane. Mm. Welcome to the Magic Kingdom. I would like to show you to your ride now.
1: With Darth Vader. (laughs) Oh, that'd be even better. (laughs) Darth Vader mask. (laughs) Darth Vader mask.
0: Can you imagine Bane on the Jungle Cruise? Yeah. Now I would like to show you a few of my favorite plants, Mr. Wayne. That one. This one over here. Oh, God. Look. Look, look, Batman. It's the backside of Walter. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm a decent podcaster, but I crack myself up. That's really all that matters. Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, Bane on the Jungle Cruise. Oh, That'd be good. That'd happy, be fun. Happy thing to drink tonight, kids. Uh, AMC Theatres is reopening on August 20th, and they're offering 15-cent tickets for one day. And there's only three of them, so let's <laughs> not get uh, AMC Theaters has announced that many of its United States locations will be reopening to moviegoers starting on August 20th and if you're counting kids, that's on what uh, 18th, 19th, so well, it's Thursday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before the weekend. Uh, with the first phase including more than 100 theaters, the reopening will continue over the next few weeks uh, with about two-thirds of AMC's theaters across the country expected to open no later than September 3rd. The remaining locations will open after AMC is told by state and local authorities If it's safe to do so. Mm. All right. Uh, With the reopening of its theaters, AMC will have the following protocols in place to keep everyone safe and the theaters clean. Social distancing will be observed throughout the theaters. Seating will be significantly limited in auditoriums for guests, adding added space. All guests and employees must wear Masks, of course. <laughs> hand sanitizer, disinfectant wipes will be widely available. Now that I'm doing that, I can't not do it. Uh, hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes will be mm-hmm. uh, widely available throughout the theaters. Continuous extra cleaning and disinfectants, uh, disinfecting will take place in high traffic areas. Extra time will be added between show times to clean each auditorium before and after each screening. Each auditorium and all seats will be cleaned daily. Daily. So once, using the electrostatic sprayers, fresh air handling will be increased and upgraded to MERV 13 air filters, which will be used whenever possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, High-tech HEPA vacuums will also be used. Cash handling will be reduced to box office and concession stands. Online mobile ordering of food and beverages will now be introduced because nothing perks technology like a pandemic. Right. MC Theaters will be among the first to screen new films, including Russell Crowe's Unhinged on August 21st, 20th Century Studios' The New Mutants, God help it, Warner Brothers' Tenant. Uh, more new films will be released through September, continuing into the fall. Also, starting on August 21st and leading up to the release of Tenant, will be screenings of a special 10th anniversary edition of Christopher Nolan's Inception. Which includes a special message from Nolan and a sneak preview of Tenant. Library titles, which many of which are available on Disney Plus streaming service, will also be screened, including, but not limited to Blah Back to the Future, Beauty and the Beast, Black Panther, Blood which is the Vin Diesel movie, uh, Ghostbusters, I'm hoping the original. Mm. Uh Greece. I still believe in you. Jumanji, the next level. Sonic the Hedgehog. Star Wars, Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. And to celebrate its reopening on August twenty first, the theater chain will offer movies in twenty twenty at nineteen twenty prices, <laughs> which is fifteen cents plus sales tax. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Which is probably uh, what another fifteen cents. Yeah, probably, Uh, but just for one day.
0: After that, starting on August 21st, classic movies will be priced at $5 per ticket. Uh, New releases will be offered at normal current day prices, but how do we know what current day is, considering it's COVID? Many $5 food and beverage specials will also be offered. So, in Orlando, uh, the following theaters will reopen. The AMC Altamont movie 18, Mm -hmm. West Oaks 14, and the AMC... Disney Dine-In at Disney Springs. What they four.
1: didn't mention is, are they going to be doing the Dine-In?
0: They did not mention that, did they? They did not. Hmm. So if you want to see if your local AMC is among those reopening, you can go to amctheaters.com.
1: And the other thing, so I, I was curious. I was like, all right, so how are they going to do seating? What's, what's there? How are they going to socially distance in the seating? So I went on there to the app. And I pretended like I was going to go see a movie on Friday or Saturday or whatever. So what they're doing is they're blocking every other row. So an entire row is open. So you could wind up sitting next to somebody. Which I thought was weird. Because that would not make that person six feet away from me. So I thought they would have had like, like blocks of four seats open. And then at least one or two seats blocked in between those. But that wasn't the way they did it, which I thought was weird. So maybe after they get operational, they'll figure out that that's not really such a cool, safe idea. Well, when they become a new hotspot, we'll know. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to know, but somebody will. Somebody will figure it out. Yep. Ain't going to be me. Ain't going to be me. Uh, All right. So Monorail Attraction is coming to Epcot's Play Pavilion. Now, this is interesting because I kind of heard that the Play Pavilion was on a slow hold. That's what I heard. You know, so uh, I'm not sure how this is working. But anyway, a Monorail-themed attraction has been teased for Epcot's Play Pavilion in the upcoming book, which I have coming in September. Sweet. The Disney Monorail, Imagineering a Highway in the Sky, is the name of the book. Sorry. The book was written by Jeff Curdy, Vanessa Hunt, and Pal Walliski. Celebrates – the weird part was there's no Bob in this. Don't understand. Oh. He's not an author on this book. Maybe he has some forward or something, but he's not mentioned in the book. It's the history and evolution of the Disney monorail with historical photographs, rare concept, and development art and more. I'm sure they had to go back to the source for that. Right. At the book, at the back of the book, a one page in particular teases at what's to come for the famous form of Disney transportation. The poster says the monorail Mark X is set to arrive at Epcot in 2021 and features the Play a logo and graphic for the new pavilion. Right. Next to the poster, the caption says, Calling all pilots, a new way to play arrives at the Play pavilion in mm-hmm. Epcot 2021. While this original timeline may have changed due to the COVID-19 closure, it is exciting to see new experiences revealed for this vibrant, gosh, if I could talk tonight, vibrant and interactive new area at Epcot. As far as what kind of monorail themed experience awaits in the Play Pavilion, we'll have to wait. Of course we will. Yep, you can pick up your copy of the Disney Monorail, The Imagineering of a Highway in the Skyway. It releases on September 15, 2020. And uh, Amazon is where I got my copy, obviously. the. So- Book vendor to the world.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, if only they had a real bookstore. Yeah. uh, Coming soon to a this will be more near you. That's right. This will be interesting. Be fascinating to see how they they deal with it. And if if Bob's not an author, surely he's got to be mentioned. It's got to be. I mean, he did like I don't know create it. Yeah. You know the Disney version at least. Mm. Hey, if you'd like to uh, to hear more of Tony and I pontificate about things that are all magical and full of pixie dust, you can come over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can get your fill because we have not one, not two, but three, three amazing shows that we put out each and every week just for our Patreons. Uh, if you want to support what we do here and not only get some amazing swag in the process and get – three amazing shows and you my friend have to go over to patreon.com forward slash Parks podcast so you can go there check out which level you'd like to jump in at and uh, you can start getting your rewards and then the shows come out uh during the week and there's even a level if you love the disney by the numbers t-shirt club that you can get all three shows all the swag and a Disney by the numbers t-shirt club shirt in your size delivered to your door each and every month. You don't have to do a thing. So go check it out, my friends over at patreoncom forward slash Disney parks podcast.
1: All right. Hey, last week, John, we had a trivia question. It was very complicated, very tricky Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and lots of twists and turns, but it was, what is the current name of the dog? In the Carousel of Progress. Weisenheimer. Close. The current name of the dog is Rover. That's not even close. (laughs) So, the other question we asked was, what was Rover's other names in previous iterations? And he went by Buster, Sport, and Queenie. And then for a bonus bonus... What color was Rover actually in the World's Fair? And he was actually a white dog in the World's Fair.
0: That didn't age well. Not brown, but white. Not not not, not mutt colored,
1: yeah. but white. Yeah. And the winner of that contest was Michaela. And Michaela, it's sitting on my desk and will be sent out tomorrow assuming the non-overtime government employee called the postal worker will pick it up. No comment. If he doesn't, that letter goes to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Is
0: that the Postal Service headquarters? Uh, No, it's the
1: person that's trying to crush the Postal Service. Uh, we're not going to be political here. It's not. <laughs> that's, that's not. That's not. What's the trivia for next week? So this week's trivia is this question. It's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Where is Sunny Eclipse from at Cosmic Rays? If you could tell me the city and the planet. City and the planet. Oh, sunny okay. Eclipse is from. And he mentions it, I believe, in a couple songs, a couple different times during his... Uh, Shoe, he says where he's from. Nice. So if you pay attention, you can figure it out. Interesting. Yep. Uh the other last thing I will mention, uh, they're selling like hotcakes, apparently. We have some uh masks over at uh t public. So it's mm. T-E-E Public, and you can get that at Tpublic.com forward slash stores forward slash Disney hyphen parks hyphen podcast. And I, I should have left that up there, but I didn't.
0: But I'll put it up there during the show. You can see Sorry. where. Excellent. Uh, so Disneyland Paris has revealed dates for Halloween and Christmas celebrations. So, huh? How How is this happening? I don't know. I guess
1: they don't fall under the government policy we have. I guess not.
0: So apparently, Parisians don't care about their. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. Uh, two guest favorite seasons will be returning to the Disneyland Paris uh, resort soon. The resort has shared the details of both their upcoming Halloween and Christmas celebrations. Their spooky offering, Disney's Halloween Festival, will run from September 26th through November 1st and will be reimagined to better align with the enhanced health and safety measures across the resort. So as a result, hard-ticketed Halloween parties will not be offered this year. Oh, that explains it. The Christmas season will return to Disneyland Paris from November 7th to January 10th, 2021. The holiday experiences will also be adjusted to align with the proper health and safety protocols to keep guests safe. Uh, for more information, I'm sure you can go to the Disneyland Paris website, and they will uh, let you know if you're planning on going to Disneyland Paris this year. Yeah, interesting. interesting. So they're not doing Halloween. It doesn't look like they're doing Christmas either. I'd, I'd have to assume. Yeah, I would have to assume. So I take back my first joke. They're not. They are taking care of their Parisian yeah. Yeah. folks. Yeah. Do you hear the people sing? <laughs> wanting to party on Halloween.
1: All right, next up, Disney World is introducing now mobile walk-up waitlist service. So in the coming weeks, the My Disney Experience app will introduce a new mobile walk-up waitlist service at participating Walt Disney uh, World-owned and operated table service restaurants that will enable guests to maximize their vacation time with their family and friends while minimizing the contact with their cast members. With just a few taps of the My Disney Experience, guests with parties of seven or less, its an odd number, (laughs) uh, can quickly uh, view current wait times and potential dining availability at participating table service restaurants and add themselves to the wait list while practicing social distancing. (laughs) So if you're silly enough to go to a theme park without a dining reservation, shame on you. Yeah. This is for you. So guests uh, with a party of eight or more will have to continue to the option of visit the cast member at the restaurant podium. So keep in mind that not every restaurant at Walt Disney World is yet open with these new restaurant opening daily. Right. So that's mm. good. I like the – I did it for hours. I mobile checked in. I parked my car and then mobile checked in from the lobby. And 10 seconds later, I got the your tables ready. Wow. Yeah. So, off. yeah, I love the whole, you know, check in. I don't have to go to the podium thing because okay. then they can't ask you that silly question.
0: Is your whole party here? That's right. <laughs> yeah. No. It's In the bathroom. Uh, yeah, that's true. That'll be good. I haven't tried this out yet, but uh, it's certainly yeah. on my list. Storm Along Bay is going to be reopening on August 24th. Mm. what? The popular pool complex at Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resorts will soon reopen to hotel guests and Disney Vacation Club members. When the Disney Vacation Club Resort reopened back in June, many resort amenities and restaurants were made available to guests. Yay! One of the noteworthy omissions, though, was Storm Along Bay at the Yacht and Beach Club Resorts, which remained closed. Uh, Words now come down from on high that Stormalong Bay will make its post COVID debut on August 24th of 2020. Disney's Yacht Club Resort has been host to several National Basketball Association teams as they resume their season at Disney's Wide World of Sports Complex. Six of the 22 teams will soon be leaving the NBA bubble as the league's playoffs begin. So once the losers get out, uh, I'm sorry. So once the Losers get out. Uh, The Yacht Club is also set to reopen to cash guests on August 24th as well. So Disney's Beach Club Villas will be available to DVC owners since uh, June 22nd. So if you're a DVC member, you can go. You have been able to go, but you just couldn't swim. There's currently no reopening estimate for the remainder of the Beach Club Resort. So have they been letting the basketball players into the pool? I don't know. How many
1: basketball players can you fit in that pool?
0: How many basketball players does it take to fill a, a Storm Along Bay pool? <laughs> Storm Along Bay. Is it one, one team, Stormalong two teams? How much Storm Along Bay can Storm Along Bay? <laughs> Maybe it's one team at a time. Probably. One, one team and all staff. <laughs> staff. That's right. Staff. That's right.
1: Yikes. All right, so select Disney restaurants are going to remain open after the park closes. Wow. That should be interesting. So according to the My Disney Experience app and website, select table service restaurants are accepting dining reservations for time periods after the official park closes. So as you may know that the hours are being cut back on September 8th, and you know the list. Yes. So, as of this publishing time, right now, in the Magic Kingdom, Bay, our Guest and Liberty Tree will stay open past the scheduled park close, and Disney's Hollywood Studios, Primetime, August Cantina, and Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater will remain open past park close. Sweet. So, it's worth noting that each of these locations have a dining arrival time available after official park close. I'm assuming you're going to have to be in the park before yeah. it closes to go to such dining reservation so don't like wait till the park close and then try to go to your dining reservation i don't yeah. think they're going to let you in at that point
0: yeah so that means you're going to have to have a reservation to get in that day right a park reservation a Park reservation i'm sorry i wasn't clear yeah. a park reservation and a dining reservation so you got to make yeah. two reservations
1: yeah Uh, While it's not uncommon for guests to dine uh, after a theme park is closed, it is uncommon for uh, seating periods to begin after the park closes. So we've seen seating times available as late as 55 minutes after park close. Disney has not announced that there will be a change to policy beyond what is currently publicly visible on the website and the app, but you never know.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just just stuff pops up on Facebook. I'm like, I can't be reading that. (laughs) Uh, So a new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge virtual reality hints at a new cantina. Mm. (laughs) Could be coming to Disney parks. Mm. Hmm. Later this year, (laughs) you'll be able to visit Star Trek Galaxy's Edge in an entirely new way. Star Trek tales from the. Guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That was a huge mistake. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, you're kidding me. So I can't remember what publication, but a news organization, a legitimate news organization oh. was uh, telling the story about the lightning strike that happened. Oh yeah. Back. And they had pictures and they said that lightning shuts st- down this whole time. I've been making that joke about Star Trek. And you've had no idea what I'm talking about. No. God, my yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, I thought you were just mixing up no. words. I was like,
0: "No, you're mixing no. franchises." What the hell is he no. doing? So, so the story goes that that somebody caught the lightning and they started writing the story, but they they got their franchises wrong. It's not Star Trek: Galaxy's Edge, obviously. It's Star Wars. But the whole article was legit written for Star Trek. Oh gosh, um, I don't think it's the Onion. Uh let me see if I can find it here. CNN. I,
1: I don't Fox think it's News. I
0: don't, No, I, I I yeah. I really don't think it was a it was a joke. Cuz oh, really? I see it everywhere. And I keep clicking on it. Was it uh, written by Will Wheaton? Well, that would be hilarious. <laughs> uh that would be hilarious, hilarious if it was. Let me see here lightning. Uh Disney, okay, here it is. Oh my god, that can't be real. So news eighteen. Isn't that an Orlando? It looks like a legit news
1: wow.
0: news site. Mm. Nothing here seems like it's a joke, but the headline is Disney World in Florida shuts down Star Trek themed ride after lightning strikes the park. Hmm. Well, they're not gonna be invited to any new press releases. Sure they will. <laughs> the, the ride named Rise of the Resistance was temporarily shut down. First of all, know the, they're not going to get asked because the nomenclature is completely wrong. But they did get Hollywood, Disney's, Hollywood Disney Hollywood Studio. <laughs> you misses some messes there, pal. This, is, this has got to be like a foreign run site. It's got to be like fake news. Nice. Anywho, so yeah, that's the whole joke. So, new Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge virtual reality hints at a new cantina. Yeah, that's right. interesting. Later this year, you might be able to come into uh, a new canteen in an entirely new way. So Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge is planned virtual reality experience that will be introduced later this year. The experience will introduce fans to new locations and characters from Batuu the planet guests visit uh, at Galaxy's Edge. According to the OC Register, which may or may not be legit, you never know, uh, the exciting new experience could also potentially be introducing viewers to new spots that could come to the parks later on. The experience comes from a partnership between uh, Disney Imagineering and ILM X Lab that blurs the line between real-world theme park fantasy and video game hyper-reality by bringing Batuu and Black Spire Outpost to the virtual world. Interestingly, one of the spots featured in the concept art of Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge is Cecil, Cantina, Cecil Slack's Cantina, a Batuu bar run by a six-eyed Star Wars alien with a tendency for over imbibing and a love-hate relationship with Porgs. Alrighty. In the experience, the new Cantina is located right next door to Oga's Cantina, a spot familiar to anyone who's visited Galaxy Edge on either coast. While Disney has not confirmed any plans for such an expansion, a new Cantina would likely be a welcome addition to the parks. Yes. Yes, it would. As Oga's Cantina has been incredibly popular cause there's alcohol for guests since galaxy's edge opened in both Disneyland and Walt Disney world. Uh, there's a sneak peek video that you can find out on the internet. And, uh, as soon as we know more, we'll let you know, but dude, first of all, the virtual reality thing is great. If you haven't read the comic books from Marvel, mm-hmm. talk about galaxy's edge, go read them. I would Jones for more stuff coming to galaxy's edge. I mean, it's great. I right. love it. But another, another location would be, good yeah really yeah good.
1: think how much more or better or different it would have been if it was actually based on the cantina or or real you know star wars places that we know from the movies and that's a made-up land
0: yeah I, i've heard rumors about why that's the case yeah. but yeah, we don't knows. know the rumors
1: who knows yeah all right so hey disney hotels are now providing personal security tips I don't know why this is a thing. So, 50 years later into the program. Wah, Well, Disney World Resorts have officially added a personal security tip as part of the helpful hints displayed on the Resort TV channel. So, when guests are staying on Disney World property at Disney Resort Hotels, they are able to watch a Resort TV channel that shares information about the resort as well as tips and tricks for their stay. And now... The TV displays personal security tips in order to enhance the guest awareness of security and safety so that they can protect themselves and their information. Hmm. So personal security tips. Uh, the security and confidentiality of our personnel information is extremely important to us. We ask that you ex- exercise caution when discussing your sensitive information over the telephone or in person. So it is important to practice the following security tips when traveling. Do not give your credit card information if you did not initiate the phone call. Use caution when discussing your credit card number over the phone. Mm -hmm. Always keep your credit card and receipts secure and out of public view. Mm -hmm. And keep your resort room door locked at all times. And if you have any questions or concerns while you are on Disney vacation, know that your cast members are there to help. Feel free to visit Guest Relations at any Disney park or any Disney Springs or the concierge desk at the resort or of any Disney hotel if you need assistance. Or just call 911 from the
0: phone or your phone. Or the chat app. Or the chat app or whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm being attacked by a mugger. Come yeah. help me. Bro, you're on your own. Yeah. Chat's over because the parks are closed. Yeah. And I will tell you, if you do want an escort to your car,
1: uh, security will take you out to your car. Like if it's late at night and you're at Disney Springs or something and yeah. you want an escort to your car, they will take you to your car. And the same thing if you're in the resort uh, and you want an escort to your car, it's late at night, uh, they will escort uh, you to your car. But oh. the other thing, too, is just valet park if you don't feel secure. That's great. You know, I didn't I did not realize yeah, that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Even in the parks too, I believe they would do that in the parking lots. If you don't feel uh safe, you know, like if you feel somebody's following you something, they will uh you just flag down a security person, they'll escort escort you to your car.
0: That's way cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really
1: Yep. Free service.
0: Uh calling off Florida residents. If uh if you're like uh some people that I'm very close to mm-hmm. and like passes run out because of, you know, all the craziness is going on. Florida resident Disney Magic Flex ticket. How much would you say? Oh, $49 a day. What? Disney World's new Florida resident Disney Magic Flex ticket, the f- ticket with 76 names, offers park admission for just $49 per day which is about what they should be considering the parks are only open half days. A four day pass costs $49 per day. A three day pass calls $58 per day and a two day pass, $65 a day. Two day tickets are available for two days through September 30th. Three day tickets are valid for three days through November 20th and four day tickets are valid for four days through November 20th as well. Uh, And from November 29th through December 18th, so you can get your holidays on. Tickets do not have to be used on consecutive days. Tickets are non-refundable, non-transferable, and must be used by the same person on all days and require a Disney Parks Pass. Yeah, you have to get a. Park Reservation to get into the park. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Should we call something else? After expiration date, the price paid for a wholly unused ticket can be applied to the purchase of a new ticket with an equal or higher price. <laughs> wow. All right, so I don't want to poke
1: a hole in this, but since they're not doing the biometrics, how do they know the same person is using the ticket? It's Great. Well
0: I guess through the phone Could they Could they figure out a way to connect it to a phone mm, I, I don't know uh, hmm. It's a great question Yeah I yeah. mean you know it's not I, like I mean,
1: I, Yeah not to, that like I'm gonna go buy it And you know give it to three different people Or something but I would never do that Yeah. But I just, just You kidding. know the biometric thing in Florida Is the thing that Keeps the ticket from being used by different people, and in California, it's your picture that they Wait. take. Here,
0: let me ask you a question.
1: That how, gets matched to the ticket.
0: How? Yeah. How good is that security system that they've got? And can they match height and weight? And yeah, all probably, that? probably. Well, if they can if they can connect the dot. Yeah. yeah. Data
1: point.
0: If they can connect a few data points. That's all they really need. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. If they can bounce it off the servers fast enough to. Come up with that quick identification, <laughs> and knowing Disney's bouncing of servers, I'm gonna say no. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well,
1: yeah. Just, I don't know. I just always like to figure out. Well, when they say weird things like that, I I go, well, how are they gonna know that? You know. Get that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I totally and, get that. That's interesting. Yeah. Just me, uh, my crazy yeah. thinking. I'm like, little beep brain. I was trying to unpack it. I get it. I totally yeah. get. That. Yeah. Uh, hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news.
1: Okay, they retired <laughs> a very worn out, a very deteriorated, a very uncolorful Buzz and Woody, which was kind of a weird setup. Looks like those yeah. two were not really... On a car racing, the way they looked, they were uh, they were not. No, <laughs> it gave a whole new meaning to a buddy film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so they've replaced them now with new Star Wars and Frozen are now outside the Lego store, and they are shiny and colorful and mm-hmm. glisten in the sun. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are not dull and faded like Snow White and Buzz and Woody. Yeah, so it's it's nice, but it was interesting
0: that they chose those two franchises. Yeah, well, you know, I haven't seen them yet. When they say Star Wars, is it The Mandalorian? No, it is not that Star Wars. Oh, uh, it's
1: Darth, a uh, stormtrooper. Um, of course, it is. Uh, what are the guys in the red plastic outfits? Oh, the red, the red Death Troopers. Yeah, red Death Troopers. That's interesting. Yeah, and then on uh, Elsa, obviously. Of but I wonder if they're ever going to replace the Maleficent dragon, and what would they put in its place? Because oh. eventually, that will have
0: to be replaced as well. Yeah, I see. So, also Chewbacca and mm. Rey. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and will they ever
1: replace the Loch Ness monster? In in the lagoon with something else. Please don't do that. (laughs) So, these are all questions I have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Hey, if you're a Jungle Cruise attraction fan, aficionado, enthusiast, whatever you would like to call yourself, they now have some new Jungle Cruise merch in Walt Disney World.
0: Thank you for the Jungle Cruise. Would you like to buy some of our merchandise now, Batman? (laughs) so if you uh
1: have wanting been wanting needing uh some jungle cruise merch they have uh, a whole slew of everything under the sun uh jungle cruise three uh in some sad news the co-owner of the merry-go-round that inspired disneyland to happen Mm -hmm. has passed away
0: yeah what a story though
1: yeah so the dude that you know, had the carousel that Walt used to take his daughters to. Uh that co-owner has recently passed away, which which kind of ooh, that kind of hits home.
0: Yeah. Go find that story. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. Google.
1: Yeah. Uh the rodeo roundup barbecue construction seems to have picked up a little bit. So they're apparently still working on that. I guess that didn't get crushed by the COVID. So that's Sweet. that's good to see. Nice uh christmas ornaments are kicking out in high gear uh disney i think even announced some of their merchandise and now you can see the new merry and bright light up mickey ornament so these are the ones with like the mickey ears and they usually have something on them well this Mm -hmm. year they actually light up on the inside uh so they are new and i am sure they are going to go quickly so if you are uh in here down here get one because they are going to go quickly Word. Uh, Hey, Mears Transportation has laid off more employees, including some of their Disney Magical Express. I guess not everybody's thinking getting on a bus is so magical anymore. (laughs) I'll just rent my own car. Thanks. So, there's that. Uh, Epcot, the after four annual pass, you can now go in at 2 p.m.
0: That's well awesome. they
1: they're closing at what? 5. So yeah, a couple hours.
0: What use is
1: a uh, after-four pass when the park is only open till like 5 or whatever.
0: You know, go in and get a get a cookie. Get a churro leave. and get the hell out. Get a churro and leave. Get yeah. that smell all over you. Yeah. And uh
1: and then Adventures by Disney is now suspending most departures through October 31st. Mm. they just keep pushing this ball further and further down the road. Yeah. Just say they're done for the year. We're done for the year until we know it's safe.
0: Right.
1: You know, just say it. It's okay. It's, it's all right. We, we can won't take it. Yeah, we won't beat you up for it. We'll, we'll take it. So if you did have an ABD planned or booked or something like that, uh, feel free to reach out to our travel uh, agents uh, at destinations to travel to help you out with that. And they can, you know, help you rebook, refinance, whatever you need to do to make that trip happen for you. Hmm. Yep.
0: Hmm. And that's it, Mr. Dunehu. So yeah, it's a lot of good stuff here. I, I mentioned this in the um, in the extra extra magic hour show. It's nice to be able to do a first of all. It's nice to be able to do shows that has news that's positive. Mm-hmm not negative and it's great to see that there's opportunities for you know inexpensive tickets uh it's great that they're opening more things out there's some bad news you know we don't want to see people get laid off uh they went through another round of that with the company that my wife works today so uh it's just crazy still not great times but it's good to be able to see that there's there's positivity going in the disney community so that's good. Uh, if you'd like to find out a little bit more about who we are, you can always visit us over at com, And uh, you can also see us on Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTubes over at Disney Parks Podcast. Make sure that you join us this Thursday at 8 p.m. for the infotainment show. Um, what are we talking about this week? I know, some kind of battle royale we, could, we were going oh, to do. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be cool. So uh, so go check that out. And uh, if you'd like to support the show, please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. And check out our friends at Destinations to Travel at uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. And like Tony and I always say, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks.